No, it has not occurred to me that you're fucking with me. Okay. Ever in my life. No wrong one. I gotta turn that down. I'm a little too dr- uh, deadpan. A little too dry, a little too deadpan for you sometimes. Yeah, you gotta have a little more, a little more zest when you're being sarcastic. Has it occurred to you that I'm fucking with you? That see, that's got that zest you need. A little uh, bit of what? Okay, I don't know. Well, welcome to the Transbay Podcast, a Sam-free episode. Uh, I'm your host, Spike. I'm Victor. And uh, today it's another kind of, kind of spitballing episode. Kind of having a little fun with it. Yeah, let's have a little fun with it. I mean, realistically, I don't think this has been fun since like the time we we the last time we ate spicy foods. But we're we're gonna muddle through, cause that's our that's our thing. So well, it looks like you've got things to talk about though. You've got things to say. Actually, if you look at it, it's it's empty. <laughs> it is just no. Actually, I know, I've I've got them there further up here. But no, I was gonna ask. Um, you were talking about um making a game recently, and I wanted to ask uh. What the what? What kind of game were you thinking about making? Okay, so this is really top secret. Oh, no one's supposed to know about this, and you just brought it up. Oh, okay. Well, listen on the podcast. Well, there's only three listeners, so don't worry about it. Man. <laughs> uh, well, I, I guess it all comes from work. Oh. I've been kind of inspired by my boss to <clears throat> further my uh, knowledge of graphic design and yeah. stuff like that. So yeah, I saw. Uh, what was that uh, program you were showing me that that has this really versatile? So I recently downloaded downloaded blender right which is a 3d modeling 3d sculpting animation compositing uh program it's got a lot of well, stuff in it and it's uh starting to come up in the world you know yeah <clears throat> i never knew that like you know programs were kind of like i don't know they're kind of like company companies almost or people like you know they get they got to work their way up through the ranks of being taken seriously and used by the you know major you know creative creators out there yeah it, well, it seems like yeah like um what used to be, what we used to call an app that you would do like one thing is mm-hmm. now, it's just kind of a catch-all term for just any program. Yeah. So application now means like this whole Blender thing, they call it an app, but it has so many tools that it's something way bigger than any app that the iPhone first started with. Yeah. Well, yeah, Blender is not really a, it's not an iOS, it's like a... But still, like the term, because you called, like you were talking about this, like what would you call this? And I had to stop myself from calling it an app yeah. because that's just how ubiquitous, like that is now yeah and it's it seems like a new thing where you're starting to call photoshop an app yeah and i always knew that photoshop was like a program or flash is a program yeah i never knew flash or photoshop or adobe illustrator to be like apps but you know you see that like kind of interchange with program right nowadays it's weird and i also noticed that you were really inspired by the new unreal engine yeah so that's another thing um i can probably download it onto my macbook pro right now yeah but I'd rather have like the full capabilities and powers. Yeah, you'd need to buy it. something like a, like a server <coughs> or something like that, right? Something. Well, something no, just a just a really powerful computer with a really good graphics card. Uh, Apple. It seems like it's the graphics card that really uh, is the determining factor. Yeah. There. For professional stuff like the Apple Tower, that seems to be a really good one. For, like a lot of creative people like, but it's pricey as all get out. Yeah. So I was thinking about just building a PC, mm-hmm. and it might it might be <laughs> more expensive than the Apple. Right. Well, that's the thing. The great thing about like the Apple Tower thing is it is uh-huh. is also very modular, so you oh. can do a lot of stuff with Could that. Could you like switch out the graphics card? Oh yeah, like it's designed to be like for whatever high powered um, computing you need to do, hmm. you can you can do that. So it's worth looking into because I was I'm thinking about buying a new Apple. Like if the COVID thing, if I get another stimulus check, mm-hmm. I'm definitely getting a new computer. But if it doesn't, I'm gonna wait a little bit to amass some more paychecks. Yeah, that would probably be a good idea. Yeah, so because Mike, my my, my uh, iMac is getting a little old, getting a little slow. Mm-hmm. I, I bought it used, but it was still a really good buy, and it, it's it's uh, edits this podcast really well. Oh yeah, so that's why I like uh, Apple for that. Also, so you, oh, go ahead. you've been editing this on a on a MacBook? Uh, MacBook? Not on a MacBook, on a, on an iMac. Oh, the iMac, yeah. Yeah, I, I I hooked up an old TV to it, so now I have two screens, so I can uh, watch Netflix while I edit stuff or while I type. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's it's really handy. Yeah, it's cool. So yeah, with the. Uh, with Unreal Engine, I was just really spi- inspired to start looking into the 3D programs, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of come from like a 2D kind of world where I'd sketch. Oh, yeah. You know, Photoshop, Illustrator, all the Adobe, pretty much all the Adobe programs. Wait, but c- given the nature of your job, you're having to just organically like learn how to do 3D stuff. Yeah. So I've been doing 3D using SketchUp 
I've been doing a lot of 3D work uh, for about like three or four years now. Yeah. I've been learning SketchUp. But that's more of like a geared toward like architecture. Where yeah. like whereas Blender is geared toward um I guess it's more like a multimedia kind of thing where it's geared toward more like animation. Yeah. Like making animated short films and stuff. There's like a whole Blender community out there. Yeah, I've seen it. Like a lot of stuff that you wouldn't know that you wouldn't think would have a community around it. Like, you know, when I, <laughs> when I first thought like, huh, maybe I could make a knife. And then I, I started, I, I just saw a video of someone doing it and I realized, oh, there's probably like a, like a YouTube ghetto full of videos. And then there was. <laughs> like, yeah, like Blender, there's a bunch of Blender tutorials. We were watching some. Yeah, we were. And th- I mean, it was pretty cool. Like he went from, they kind of cut out the part where he did that. That's the part I wanted to see was the hair because it was always like uh, this, this moldy, or not moldy, but like, like big clay looking thing. And then it skips right to the part where it's all spread out and like lit with green. They didn't cover that. Yeah, we were watching a sculpting kind of like speed Speed tutorial, I guess. Yeah, and those are always uh, like if you're if you're looking for something relaxing, like watching someone like draw or sculpt or make a knife in like sped up fashion with some music over it is very to me very relaxing. Yeah, it can be pretty relaxing, and that's what got me into trying to make knives, and I actually can do it. I just uh, we need a bigger shed. Yeah, we do. That's that's another thing that uh, that's a when you. So now we're gonna leave the digital realm for a moment go into the uh the, I've been, the physical <clears throat> yeah the physical so me and you have been having to uh we've been putting off leveling the backyard for a little bit yeah uh well you you said you were you were looking into that right yeah i was thinking about doing that tomorrow actually oh yeah well i i Look have, we're talking <laughs> talking about our day just just, just it well this this is uh this can be the podcast um well, yeah, because uh, I get off. Uh, I think I, I only have. Uh, hey, let me see. I was going to look up some tutorials on like how to level ground and stuff and level earth. We got you got to pick um, where you're doing it first, and uh, let me see my schedule because that that's what's going to like determine how much I can help you. I think I don't have uh, any evening shifts. Yeah, so I I'll probably get off around five. Mm. It'll probably be a little too. Late by then. It'll be a little Sorry. too. Listen, if you want, uh, listen, if you start you it, bring out some floodlights and stuff. Oh, we, we can gets, just we can do it. I can get it started. It's on. it's summer. It gets dark at eight. What are you talking <laughs> about? Look, all you have to do really is clear the area you want of weeds. So just take your weed whacker and clear a rough area, mm-hmm. and look at a tutorial for how to actually like the steps to, like leveling that, and then we can do that together. Okay. Because I have no clue how to level it. Like the last time I helped you like mix concrete, we were doing a backyard wrestling thing. That was years ago. Yeah, the earth. You you somehow found the one twenty dollar bag of <laughs> of concrete. Man, yeah, that was a weird that was, day. I don't know what kind of specialty shit you were doing. I was sitting there like that can't be for that size bag. We were listening to the Funk Soul Brother song. Yeah, we were. Work it out now. Uh-huh. The, the Funk, funk Soul, Soul God, Brother. God, how how nineties <laughs> was that? Yeah, I, I think it was two thousand. Still, that that bled in a little bit. Yeah, because we we were alive for a bunch of the nineties. Well, all of it. Um, okay, so let me see here. Um, I wanted to ask you, like, you, you've heard of uh, Little Dick Energy, right? No. You haven't heard of, like, that saying of Little Dick Energy? Are you being sarcastic? I've heard of Big Dick Energy. Well, yeah, but then you know there's Little Dick Energy, too. I haven't heard of Little Dick Energy. Okay, well, I've heard <coughs> both of them bandied about. Okay, so I'm assuming that Little Dick Energy is... The opposite of big dick energy, obviously. Big dick energy. So, yeah, like, so it's someone who's mousy and secure. Something like that. Some so when they, when they do shy. Some, when you do something that's dickish, and so I was thinking, you know, we can't be the only ones with this. So I was thinking, for women, we should say shallow vagina energy, <laughs> or wide vagina energy. I was wondering what what. Well, if you were going to say like that, ha- like because you know normally if you say like that's some big dick energy or that's some little dick energy, you're talking about a dude. But, you know, if, if a chick does something shitty, you'd be like, yeah, that's some shallow vagina energy. Um, I don't know if it's a one-to-one kind of exact comparison mm. when it comes to the female body. <laughs> I mean, okay, wide, <laughs> wide vagina energy then. Well, I, I don't think they would go by size. So does that mean like a really gaping confident girl is like a tight vagina energy? Yes, that has like... Small vagina that energy? That has I know I'm worth something energy, like... Wide vagina is like, eh, take it or leave it. 
I guess I think the most correct form would, that would catch on would be good vagina energy and <laughs> bad vagina energy. But that, come on, that doesn't have the same connotation. You got to. <laughs> okay, listen, this is why I wanted Sam here to talk about this. But or uh, you can, or you can be like, or can be like, you know, clean vagina energy. Ooh, dirty vagina. You, you <laughs> dirty got some dirty vagina. That's like that is like a tuna fish sandwich up in there. <laughs> you have got to stop that shit. Oh my god. Okay, so that that was my thought. Like I was thinking about that. Like you know, like why why don't we have something for that to fire back? Like you know, we back in the day they had um, I don't want no scrubs, mm-hmm. and then some other rapper came out with I don't want no pigeons. Mm-hmm. You know, you, it's it's a game of one-upsmanship, or at least like an arms race of gender-based insults, <laughs> and we cannot afford to be left behind. It's a, it is an arms race, but I feel, I feel like um, women still have a lot of catching up to do because we've got like you know, bitch and whore and slut and stuff like that. We don't really. I, I guess. <laughs> They don't really have any comebacks for that on us. Well, they just don't let us have sex with them. That's that's <laughs> no, that's like the ultimate. Like it's like oh, fuck. And she listen. The women have way up on at least me. Okay, yeah. they they've won up to me multiple times over. At least at least in the world of sex. I okay, in the world, yeah, in the world of sex. Yeah, I am I am way behind on that one. We'll take that. Okay, uh, I had another. I was thinking about this. Um, we should make a movie. And if you're making like stuff, on, I think this would be good for you, like your 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 um. Yeah, I had a, I had a fighting game idea. Yeah, because along those same lines, since you're working on this thing, because I heard about the um the forest where you or like a a tree where you put like your body in it and your you nutrient like after you die you you grow a tree from your body. Mm-hmm. So it's a movie where the entire forest is those trees. It's a tree of people. Well, no, no, trees, trees made from people. So every tree is a person. Well, it was a person. Like, it, it nutrientized a tree. So it's like a... Okay, like a... It's a haunted forest. Mm-hmm. And it's like the first, like, the first scene is a commercial okay. for, like, this uh, thing where it's like, we plant your body in this bio bag, and it will nutri- it'll, it'll feed a tree and grow, and you will be part of a forest in, th- in 50 years. And then, like, the next thought is a black screen with the words 50 years later. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole forest... And then that's when, like, we pick up and it's like, we've heard reports of, of strange goings on in your uh, forest cemetery. Mm-hmm. And there's some sort of documentary film crew or something. Where, where would you go with the haunted forest idea? So this is your premise, but you don't have much of a plot. Well, not, yet. not yet. Well, see, this is the thing. We, we, we brainstorm here. So do you think it's a good premise? I, well, I brought it up. <laughs> it, okay, this is getting passive aggressive now. <laughs> You dick. <laughs> I come to you with fucking gold. I think I had some good uh premise-i. Well, let's do let's for do movies. Me. I don't have any good movie premises right now. Well, I have a good premise right now and except for uh, the super awesome showdown movie. And that was a good listen listen. And what, that's a that's a that's a one sentence premise. I think this super awesome showdown movie. Yeah, well, th- I think this is a Shutter exclusive right here <laughs> that I'm pitching right now because you saw like they're into horror movies and gory stuff. Yeah, I think this would be a Shutter. No, I think you're you're onto something a little bit there. Um, I think um, how I what the plot would be. And maybe the four. Maybe it's just. It not makes th- me think too much of Logan Paul. Logan Paul and I, the Suicide Forest. That okay? Listen, <laughs> this is going to be listen. We're gonna like start. We start writing in the near future. Principal photography happens months after that. After we pitch the movie, uh-huh. and that's like another like you know maybe year, uh-huh. and then maybe like months after that, uh-huh. it comes out. So like we're gonna have plenty of buffer time between this and Logan Paul. <laughs> yeah, listen, Logan Paul's already like look. The world has gone through a viral apocalypse, burned down. And now we're coming back into economic recovery slowly. We gained like a couple million jobs back, which is pretty good. That's good. So, so look, by the and you know how this how 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 time is going right now. Like it feel like January feels like a lifetime ago. It does. It feels like years ago. Right. I didn't know that song um, "Blinded by the Light" by uh, by The Weeknd. Yeah. Came out uh, this year. I thought it came out last year, but it came out this year yeah it's so long so don't worry about that like so listen we brainstorm a little bit like i'm guessing maybe like the trees they don't um 
after a while you don't need to like plant people in new trees like the haunting just spreads out through the forest at a certain point so um <clears throat> do you mind explaining some of like the kind of the the things that we need to know about this world like what does this well, world actually have ghosts in it i th- well obviously it does the haunted forest so like it's not like oh it's all in your mind no it's a haunted forest <laughs> okay because the ghosts are in the trees okay and like maybe you've like uh like you've built it you've you put it around this town perhaps mm-hmm. and so like it, it starts off like you know deforestation is a big thing and you're, you're and they make great efforts to like regrow trees okay and there's a beautiful, it goes from like a desolate sort of area to beautifully forested. Mm-hmm. But the cost is like an in- incredible amount of like ghosts and poltergeist activity. Oh, inside of a forest. Yeah, yeah inside of a forest. And it's like one of those like New England towns, you know, where there's like a small town surrounded by trees. So there's still like animals and stuff in the forest. Oh, there's going to be animals and everything. Maybe they're, maybe they're like influenced by the, the, the ghosts. Uh-huh. And, like, you know, everyone, like, moves in because it's a beautiful scenic town that just finally, like, came in. Like, okay, you're living with nature, technically. Okay. So is this going to be, like, a... See, my mind went to Ghostbusters. Like, the, the, the town had to call in because so much activity was happening in the forest that the, the, the ghosts it, start leaving the forest. I, I, I was walking say, down to the city, and then they had to get the Ghostbusters I mean, to, that's, like, that's, that's, that's one idea. And maybe it could be a ghost. Oh, that could be a, like a, one of the next Ghostbuster movies. Yeah. I was thinking like uh, it's more like Poltergeist where like they're just stuck in now in this like situation surrounded by ghosts. Uh-huh. And maybe they have to find the one way out of town. Like mm-hmm. the only way out of town, there's like one road and it's like maybe a tanker truck like sees a ghost and like gets like turned over and there's a huge fire or something. And it just blocks off the path. And they have to find like the old mine trail to get out of town. Okay. And it's like, and no one believes it at first. They're like, no, nah, no, nah, it's just, just some weird goings on. It's just the local nature or something and just stuff builds up slowly. I think this is an idea. <laughs> a haunted forest? Yeah, it's very M. Night Shyamalan. Right? Except no shitty twist. Well, we can make up a twist. Let me see the okay, twist. Okay, okay, let's twist. What, what twist is... Um, it was actually just... Uh, it's actually like uh, 3,000 years into the future. Right. And they're on a Mars colony. Oh. And it was just like an experiment to see if... They get out They get out of there. And it's like, oh, well, time to find the next uh, dome here on Mars. I mean, that, that's, that's pretty... See, that's pretty cool. I don't know if that's we'll just a really call, good we'll twist. Just, it's kind of a bad twist, actually. Well, it, it's a fun twist. And maybe, <laughs> and maybe at some point you realize, oh, they've been hinting at it the whole time. Maybe. See, I mean, listen, this is an interesting way it goes from, like, it goes from total, like, paranormal to paranormal sci-fi <laughs> immediately. Come on. Listen, I'll, I'll listen. How about this? I'll, I'll get some more ideas together. Yeah. Next podcast, we'll talk a little more about it. Haunted Forest, the trees, better than, oh, better than the happening. Or another ending, another ending could be that they just, you know, cut the whole forest down. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! They they first they do the bio thing, and then they show like oh, and this whole forest sprouted up, and then evil man and his evil penis fucking the earth, <laughs> and all the papers haunted. <laughs> all the papers haunted. Oh yeah, just just like flyers and like little notes you put in like the people's under the under the windshield wipers and shit. Yeah, and it's just it's just a whole haunting everywhere. It's like spreads. They haunt the world. Spreads across the world. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's crazy. Yeah. There we go. Get an environmental message in there. Yeah, and then um, and then the world has to go paperless. Oh my god, that'd be great. <laughs> and then they find a way to make bodies into uh, iPads. And then the haunting <laughs> just continues. <laughs> dun dun dun. All right. Um. So well, well all right. Um. Okay, so, haunted so trees. Haunt the haunted. Forest. Whatever happens to this company? Do they get sued or something? That's oh well, see, it's like any company in 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 uh, Hollywood. It's like infinite evil plus infinite money. So it's just, it doesn't matter. Like they're always going to come back. Like Umbrella Corporation, you know, they're they're always around and yeah. they always have infinite like resources to throw at just stupid evil stuff <laughs> okay. for some reason, right? Yeah, that's true. 
It's like, oh, you have another giant underground facility? Well, we can definitely uh, do concepts art and storyboards and stuff for this yeah come we on we definitely this. have the tools for it yeah we definitely do and i got the recording equipment we could do some voiceover and stuff hey, listen this could be great yeah and if we did it like as a like a seven minute short story first or something oh like yeah that. we could do a spec script or like uh what's a spec script it's just like you know like it's a rough draft or like a like there's a movie that recently came out on netflix about these guys with superpowers oh yeah uh, oh, Code 8. Yeah, I think that... Yeah, and, but they're oppressed. Yeah, that started out... So this is like a two-hour movie or something on Netflix or a show or something? I forget. Yeah, it was, it's a movie. But, um, yeah, it's a movie. But it actually came out first as like an eight-minute short, like five, yeah, years, we, five years ago or something. Just to approve a concept. Mm-hmm. And then we, we pitch it around. Maybe Netflix picks it up. Look, everyone has a Netflix movie at this point. Why don't we? Yeah, I had this game for a fi- this idea for a fighting game, and yeah. it's actually an idea I had since I was a kid. So I came up with this idea for a fighting game called World Fighters when I was a kid. Oh, yeah? And um, all the characters are really stupid. It's like a, it's kind of like a comical, oh, yeah? satirical version of a, like a fighting game. Yeah. Kind of like satirizes Street Fighter. Ooh, that'd be fun. And Mortal Kombat a little bit. And, um, you know, I, I would do the art and stuff and did all the stages and stuff as a kid. But, like, you know, as a kid, you know. Growing up, like I, I don't know where I'm gonna meet. I'd have to get into the video game industry yeah. and all that stuff, and it's a whole. But now you're learning. Like as technology gets better, you could do a lot of this just on your own. Yeah, so I want to recreate it and s- just see, like you know, do some concept proof of concept stuff. I think you need like a couple of really good characters just to start off with. Yeah, I was gonna make a couple of characters and like have them fight and stuff, and a couple design some stages and some um, right fighting mechanics and stuff. Here's generic Asian place, except like maybe everyone's like freaked. Everyone's, and it's gonna be a generic Asian yeah, place. That just turns out like, oh, this is just a, like a, a street in Japan, and like the fights like are always like whoever gets down first, you don't get knocked out. Like the police show up and are like, what the fuck are you two idiots doing here? We're going to arrest you. It's like, oh, I did more damage before the police arrived. I win. And like other places, like well. This is Russia, so the police are like an hour and a half out, so you might get a knockout. <laughs> so it depends on where you are, uh, what the what the how, what the police response time is. Like, oh, um, this fighter, yeah, um, when he when he fell over, he hit his head and had an aneurysm. He's dead now. <laughs> like, yeah, whoa, well, that's some that's some good satire right there, actually. Right, it's like you kind of give it into the real world because how, how often can you throw fireballs in a literal street fight? That's true. Yeah. It's like, or, or like, you know, like one of the Street Fighter games you're on, like the deck of an aircraft carrier or something. Mm-hmm. Or you're at a military base and everyone's like, yeah, fight, fight. It's like, that guy's an officer. He's a pilot. He's not, <laughs> they're not going to let him like get into a bare knuckle fight on the fucking runway. <laughs> you know, it's like, he's like shooting sonic booms and stuff out of his hands. Yeah, it's like for one, like if you're a really good pilot, you're not spending like the thousand hours necessary to become a top class martial artist. Yeah. So I was, I'm, I would use the same exact characters that I designed as a kid. I didn't have that biting satire that you had right now. Boom. But biting. I did have some goofy character designs yeah. that I want to see if it catches on because they're actually pretty, in well, my head, they're actually, they actually stand out a little bit. I like that. Okay. So yeah, listen. We, okay, so we both have some creative work to do. <laughs> I'm going to like jot down some thoughts. About your haunted yeah, forest. Yeah, like I, I'm still, I'm already, I'm still writing the thing about the, uh, the uh, SCP like uh, audio uh, drama I want to do. But I'm getting close to being done. I actually have like maybe one and a half more episodes to do, to write. All right. So like I, I'm, I'm into that. Okay. So uh, hey, um, I've been running, and I've, I've noticed more and more of those, um, those little libraries. You ever see those where like somebody like builds a little like birdhouse looking thing? And puts books in it. Oh yeah, I saw one of those at uh, Sprouts the other day. Yeah, yeah, it's a really nice. Four got looted. Yeah, ooh, they got looted. Yeah, Sprouts got looted. The one oh. on Lamaison. Holy shit, yeah. that that is unfortunate. Like, well, my Vons, one of my my home store got looted too. But luckily, I don't work out of that. City Tacos, where I took you for your birthday once, that yep. one time, did not get looted. Well, there you go. They were skipped over. Well, they, they looted Panda Express for some reason. Like, what the, <laughs> what the fuck are you going to get from a Panda Express? Like, oh, I found a bag at nighttime. They're closed. Like, oh, I found this bag of, fro- of frozen meat. <laughs> yeah. Woo, yeah. It's anything corporate, I guess. I guess. Well, they also message. got played against sports, which is like a used sporting, 
Like, oh, this uh, you can tell this this groin protector was used because of the smell. Yep, that was used. <laughs> like they got like a round table pizza. That guy is like that's just some small business owner. He got the franchise now. Yeah, he's been there for like thirty years. But okay, all of it is very unfortunate. It's very very unfortunate. Like that that store's like the Vons isn't going to be up for like a month. So, yeah. um, well, no, what was I? I uh, was talking about. Um, oh yeah, those the little bo- those little bookstores. Yeah, or the little those little like outdoor libraries. Book boxes. Book boxes. I, I found out that it it they don't like it when you put dirty mags in those. Oh. That was. Uh, they did. I found that out like on a, like a local like alert. See now you're dry. I I am, and um, <laughs> I'm also um, laying low because I had all these old uh, dirty mags, uh-huh. and I didn't need them anymore. And I thought, well, the the community could use them. So you put it in there next to where the wild things are. Yeah. Um, hungry, hungry caterpillar. Okay, I probably okay. To be fair, I probably should have looked at the content source because some of them are a little more adult than others, and yeah, there was some. They, they, well, some of them are manga or hentai, uh-huh. so they, they look like comic books at first. And uh, well, long story short, Facebook is looking for me. So Facebook? Why Facebook? Well, it was posted on a Facebook alert that somebody put porn in one of those, and I just didn't look at all of the the titles in there. So it would have been better if it was like one that more adults frequented, obviously. Oh well, now Facebook knows we're gonna post this on Facebook. Uh, you can. I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but but no, look, long story short, I think it's perfectly okay to do that. <coughs> Just be careful, is what I'm saying. See, Sam would have much would have some biting. Speaking of biting commentary, she would have biting commentary about that. Yeah, she would. But um, I mean, I guess they didn't like that. Also, you're being um, sarcastic. It's a little too deadpan, I think. A little too deadpan. I also put some DVDs in there. <laughs> and I think that's that's why they really didn't like it, is not all of it was literature. Some of it was just like that, you know, cheap 90s era DVDs of a... So this is definitely a thought that went through your head. Yeah. It was never uh, fully uh, realized. It was never fully realized. No, I never did that. <laughs> uh, but I just thought, wonder, like, why hasn't anyone told a joke about that? Like, someone just, like, makes one of those things, and then you open it up, and it's just full of porn. Come on, that, somebody like well, I can't, you know what? Some kid who's coming into sexual awareness would be, very, ha- would be very happy about that. Actually, I know uh, as a twelve or thirteen year old kid, I would have been like, Whoa. "Score!" Oh yeah, like I had a sixth sense for that as a kid. I'd be like, "I think there's gonna be porn in that pile of trash." <laughs> yeah. And I found like, oh, these old porn flyers, and that was spank material because the, we we grew up in like the '90s when we had our sexual awakening. Yeah. And it was like there, there was no internet for you young kids. Like it wasn't like oh, you just go on like, uh, like Tumblr for a while it was just pure hardcore porn. We had that tape that we passed around. Yeah, the tape you passed around, and every <laughs> now and then you made the mistake of like see, watching it with your friends. <laughs> and you're sitting there like all y'all see, know. I didn't really have what. Okay, what was your problem with that? Well, everyone suddenly has a boner, <laughs> and you're all sitting there like you realize, okay, I have a boner. What do I do with this? And then, then you realize somebody got up and left. <laughs> and the bathroom light came on. You heard the the fan, and then like a, like five minutes later, they came back and they looked very relaxed. <laughs> I mean, I was, oh well, I just know what he did over there. Yeah, I never. Uh, you uh, someone one of my other friends brought that up that we all have uh, boners together, and I that thought never crossed my mind. I thought I was the only one that was getting a chub. Right. I thought everyone else was just handling it. No, no, no. Well. You know, I thought everyone else was just like, you but know, as a man, we're all pros. We're all pros at this. Pros at No, no pros. Mm. We're pros at watching porn. Mm. We know how to not get a boner. Oh, no, I, I, I still can't control that. What are you talking about? Like, I sit there like <laughs> if it like seriously, if some chick took her top off in public and I, if I was surrounded by dudes, I would still like get a boner. <laughs> I'd be like, well, this is happening. I got to tuck that. In. I got to surreptitiously like do that maneuver where I tuck it up into the waistline. Yeah. So that I don't know, like. I'm not bragging, but like I, I have no control over that. That's just like sometimes it just has a mind of its own. So is it like a full on rager or is it like a chub? Do you get like movement? If, if, uh, movement I'll get going? movement sometimes. Other times I'll be like, you know, like I'll be what 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 some would say pent up. <laughs> and I'll, I'll ha- especially it's, it's awkward when I um, when I'm at work. Because now I've, I've noticed as I'm getting older, I have stages. My boner stages last a little bit longer. Oh, nice. So like you know the chub lasts a little bit longer than it used to. Yeah. The mid the midpoint lasts a little bit longer. 
Really? It just it's, it's, it's a, there's so bigger it lead a, up. Yeah, it's a longer lead up. And I've seen that in porn, like especially if the guy's a huge dick, they'll be like, it'll take a lot of stroking to get up there. But <laughs> then again, that dick is like a foot long, so who knows? <laughs> yeah, and then it gets. I usually don't get full on, you know, rager. Raging like, like in public, it's usually like mm. you know. I, I, at home. I'll get that every now and then because I, I, I ride around in a truck. So if I'm pent up and I have some thoughts, it'll be like, you know, everything will be mashed together. Yeah. And then I'll get up and it'll be like, oh, my oh, my pants are like bulging out in a weird way from that. <laughs> so I got to I got to like park the truck in such a way because that always happens is I'll pull up somewhere. And at the worst time, someone will come out and want to watch me like unload a truck. So I, most of the time, like I'll pull up. And they'll just be in their house and I'll have to knock on the door to get them to like come out. But every time I'm like, I want to look at my phone for a minute or if I have an erection, they'll all come out and be like, want to wave at me and watch me do my job. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's like, no, you can go in. I'll be up in a minute. No, no, I'm just going to stand at my porch and look at you. Well, you could, you might scare some um, old people. Yeah. So you got to park. They're going to, they're going to like call your manager and it's be like, terrified. It's like he showed up and I think he was going to, to come at me with that erection. <laughs> yeah. An erection. It was terrifying. <laughs> I don't like to see men. You I, need to train them to not have erections yeah. when they're giving me food. When I grew up in the fifties, the only erections I saw were from my priest and well, <laughs> And my father. <laughs> oh, oh, it got darker even. Oh, my God. It's like, and then you just sitting there, uh, yes, man. It's like, see, my father thought he had to teach me more than just through words. Like, I don't want to hear, ma'am. It's like, no, no, this was natural in the 50s. Oh, Jesus, fuck. It's like, I will, I will give you free groceries for the rest of your life if you stop talking right now. Well, I guess that's a good boner killer. Right that's a, yeah, it's like... Just picture that. It's like other times, it's like a, it's like a mom. She'll come out. It's like, oh, my kids are here. They'll help. Like, no, no, no. keep keep them all in there. Give me, give me a minute. Just uh, hang on. But when you don't have the boner, is when everyone's just like they're just all being... in there. They're all and uh, we're watching TV. It takes a while for them to come to the door. I'll be knocking. Like, come on. It's like stressed out. Come on. I, it's like, I'm in a hurry. Other times when I have some time, that's I guess that's when I get the boner. I'll look at like I'll look at my um my my uh my Twitter account and stuff and I'll see like attractive <coughs> stuff when I have time and then I'll then I'll show up and I'll be like oh no there's a rager great yeah I said yeah. yes to like a few deliveries today like I was off for the day but then like my boss called me up and was like hey can you uh, go up to Valley Center and deliver four orders I'm like you know what yes <laughs> it's like I had nothing True going story. on yeah I'd, I'd already run for the day mm-hmm. so I felt like I'd accomplished something I was awake it's like if and I, I hadn't said yes to anything in a while, and I'm trying to find that balance of saying no to things and saying yes to things. So I still have a life, but I also am useful. Yeah. So I did that, and then we... That's good to, that's good to have. Yeah. I, I, in the I, workforce. So. Definitely. Let me see here. Um, one more thing before we go. We're at, we're at 30 minutes. 30 minutes? Yeah, so I just want to ask one more thing. Uh, or talk about one more thing. Um, sure, I have plenty of time. Well, since we... Um, <laughs> We're we're now in a time where, uh, and if there's people listening to this, you know, um, sometimes they they feel when we're about to close out the show, and then they get kind of a little sad. Yeah, well, and obviously. this is and this is making them happy because we're they get to hear more of the just show. A, just a little more of that sweet, sweet transmit podcast. <laughs> now with a hundred percent less sad. We need to talk about. Um, more sci-fi stuff and more. Well, we do like what well, we tried. More technology to, stuff. Well, we also tried to watch uh, Blood Machines, but you couldn't get a. Uh, you couldn't get a shutter, a, a shutter account because of technology. Because of technology. So that shows how good at technology we are. Well, I have one more thing to talk about before we go. Okay. Um, in this time where everything is super important, and li- literally, there's a lot of important subjects right now, and it's been mm-hmm. a very interesting time going coming off like what was happening right before COVID-19, which was a bunch of vapid bullshit. Uh-huh. I, I want to harken back to that time because everything's really heavy <laughs> right now. Uh, do you remember when Katy Perry made racist shoes? Mm, no. Okay, well, she made shoes with faces on them. Okay. And uh, they were just like regular colored shoes, but they just happened to have like eyes and stuff. And one of the, one of the shoes was colored black and it had eyes on it. Mm-hmm. And so people said that is blackface. <laughs> and I, I just want to hearken back to that, that, that glorious time that I undervalued where 
that we thought that was significant. That was the biggest problem we had at the time. Was uh, Katy? We all have to we all have to look inside our souls and think about Katy Perry's possibly racist shoe. Hang on, let me see if I can pull this up. Uh, Thing. What did what did the media have against Katy Perry? What did Tumblr and Social media have against her. I have no idea. They're trying to assassinate that woman. They tried to like hard that time. Katy Perry. uh, Let's see. She did do a little bit of the cultural appropriation, I suppose. I suppose. Um, Let me see. But you know, that's neither here nor there. Right. Okay. Let me see here. Images, and I'm gonna walk this up to you here in a second. All right. So, she made like a series of these shoes here. You can just. You can just. uh, Hold it. I'm just gonna hold. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. You know. Okay. I can see that. The, you know. Now that I look at looking at it, it is just a. It is a little bit racist. I can see that it, you would have that initial response, but then you gotta realize, like, is Katy Perry like the clan member? You th- is she what you picture when you think, oh, clan member Katy Perry? Well, okay. So the white shoe. Was, let me see that again. It was tan, actually. So the white shoe is like more of a... Can you see it? Yeah, the white person's shoe is more of like a normal white person's skin color. (laughs) Honestly, I think... But the black shoe isn't like a black person's skin color. It's it's pure black. It's like they just took shoe leather and made an ugly shoe. Yeah. Like, both of those shoes are just hideous. Well, yeah, they're both hideous, but like, yeah. Okay, it is... is, um, questionably racist. I think this but that that was worth like a lot of news time at the time yeah that's when we should have been buying toilet paper yeah we stocking up on, on food, all sorts of things. supplies everyone if you get to the point in your life where Katy Perry's shoes come off as racist that is the time to start like yeah buy food toilet paper water guns <laughs> because something's coming give it a couple more years that and, is the, uh that's when you're really. That's when shit's gonna really hit the fan. You right. Gotta be prepared for when things get really serious. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, imagine explaining like someone who who like went into a coma just before uh, like President Trump announced <laughs> annou- just an- announced his his candidacy. Yeah. Like just the day before, <laughs> and then he wakes up like today, <laughs> and you gotta say, and you gotta say like, well, what's been happening? It's like. It's How like, much time do you get? Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, you don't you don't go you don't do the, the Are history. Are you sitting down? You don't do sit the, down. Oh, no, I'm I'm lying in my coma bed. I just woke up. Okay, so you want you want a, you want a um a summation of what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. Um, we almost went to war with North Korea. Um, China. You know Hong Kong? Yeah. Uh, China took that over. Um, okay. Iran. We almost went to war with Iran. We almost went to war with Iran. Um, we actually killed one of those guys in a a drone strike. We, yeah, we killed one of those guys in a drone strike. Uh, uh, we bombed a bunch of Russian private military contractors. Uh, did I mention Trump is president? <laughs> it's like, wait, you mean that you're fired guy? Yeah, yeah, him. Um, and ironically, he did fire a lot of people. In he his did. Cabinet. He did fire a lot of people. It's like a reality show. It's like, <laughs> and that destroyed the economy. Some people thought it would, but honestly, <laughs> right up until the pandemic, the what? Okay, okay. Um, so. How are your lungs? Okay, Been so, working out? Yeah. Do you, do you have hypertension? <laughs> okay, so China fucked the world, okay? Um, they said, no, no, there's no, there's no virus. Everything's cool. Uh, but then they were letting millions of people with the virus leave their, um, the quarantine zone, and now everyone, every, every country in the world has to deal with this. So we're at work. Okay, it, it, it was a shit show for a few months. We were all locked in our, in our homes for about three months. What? Do you have any spare masks or toilet paper? Yeah, yeah, it's like stuff? actually, just yeah, any yeah, weird. It's like, do you have a storage bin? Do you with have any stashes? Sta- yeah, come because on, because we could use some. We really could use it. Yeah, uh, grocery stores were picked clean for about a uh, about a two week period. Uh, then we all kind of learned that the toilet paper d- lasts longer than we thought it would. <laughs> for some reason, we thought we used a whole roll of toilet paper on each wipe. <laughs> you just take the whole thing and just, and then you throw it away. Yeah. Um, okay, then the worst cop in the universe <laughs> for some reason thought it'd be a good idea to kneel on somebody's neck in broad daylight while being recorded. 
Yeah, now this now 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 there are, now there's race riots again. Wait, is this the nineties again? Like no no. Mean sixties. Well no, nineties too. Remember the, the, the Rodney King? Oh yeah, yeah. Remember yeah. Tw- and then twenty fourteen as well. Jesus. <laughs> so yeah, um So yeah, there's we, there's race riots again. Uh, yeah, uh listen, no one thinks what he did was good, but everyone's kinda using it for their own political gains. So it's like it's it, we're at once unified, but also completely like, like uh, polarized. Yeah, it, it, I thought the pandemic would unite us. It did. It did not. We just all I thought we, us all hitting the one, the one cop, and all of, like the one thing that, um, you know, the left and the right can agree on is like that cop's a dick. That yeah, the, the cop needs to go to prison. And you know, and the both sides are not cool with authority, you know. No, not at all. The left hates the cops. The right is more like um don't tell me what to do. I yeah. want to live my own life. You can't enforce shit on me. Yeah. So So I thought maybe that would unite people, but It no. did not. <laughs> and right now everyone's uh yelling at each other um like three times as much on on social media. Um so um and yeah, so that brings us to about now. And the Pentagon says the UFOs. Oh, oh yeah, there are UFOs. Did I mention that? <laughs> Did I mention we, we have confirmed UFOs? Like they, they just came out and said it. <laughs> so uh, welcome to 2020. Oh, um, your check for 1200 bucks came in, by the way. Wait. So yeah, we, we, we auto-deposited that. And then also um, you need a mask and to stay in your home for another day. Wait, did that? Oh God, that's the other thing. Like that, like those riots started like the day before, like the lockdown were supposed to end. Yeah, I guess in most cities, yeah. So wait, are, are we still on lockdown, or what's the deal with that? I don't know. I think um, I don't think we're on lockdown anymore. I think everyone can go out now. We can go out. I think we're in places like that fa- are open. We're a phase. We're in phase like one of unlockdowning. Yeah. Oh God, that's all that happened. Like in the last, like like so much of that happened in, like the last year. Everything happened from everything that you talked about. Yeah, was from January to now. Jesus, fuck. I, okay, listen. I never thought I'd say it. I miss the times when, like, the, the, the all, all of that bullshit was like, just like, oh, hey, someone tweeted something that sounded kind of mean, but, uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's like somebody said that they believe in law and order, and that's racist. It's like, really? It's like now it's like now there's real shit going on. Yeah. So. Um but although although a lot of that does explain, especially from the time Trump was you know running for a president, yeah, all the way up until now, it was kind of it was kind of building up. Yeah, like, I mean, especially the last like few months, like <coughs> you lock everyone in their homes for three months. Yeah, and all it people take, lose their jobs and stuff. Oh yeah, forty million people unemployed, and then and then one video goes viral. Yeah, and then that that's enough to. Th- it's like everyone is like, nope, this that I think that was like it wasn't a straw. But I think it was like a pile of bricks that <laughs> broke the Campbell's back. Yeah, that's that's a good way of putting it, I think. And it's like some like the, f- <sighs> the fact that it's social media and it was technology that kind of spurred all this on is kind of um, very black mirror mirrorish. Seriously, it was. This is we we are living like season five of black mirror yeah this yeah that was that's the that's joke going around surprise everybody this it's, is it's the world this is season five season of black five mirror. Is everyone no the weird thing is i was um like the saddest thing about that video is like besides being hard to watch is i i'm not saying they the, they should have they should have recorded but if those people who were like calling him a bum and, and recording it i think if they like went away he would have stopped doing that. I think he's one of the the cop was one of those assholes who, will, if you say, "Come on, man, please stop," you'll be like, "No, now now you're getting arrested." Come on, man, please. Now you're getting charged with two crimes. I just want to go hunt. Now you're getting charged with three crimes. Like, I think he's one of those like people who like who was just so like high on authority and like so like so like unmovable and stubborn. Like it's just that the more people talked at him, the more he was gonna dig in, and unfortunately. Like, he's also an idiot. Yeah. Because he was sitting there, like, being re- fucking recorded. Like, this is why I now realize that, like, body cameras don't stop police brutality. Like, I've moved on that. Like, I thought, like, if you strap a camera to every cop, obviously, they're yeah. going to think. And now I realize, oh, no. No, they've got, a, they've got um, connections and stuff to 
yeah, I, I was wrong. I thought, like, because I, I should have realized, like, we put cameras all around this house, but you still see people just wandering around in a world full of cameras just doing weird shit. <laughs> yeah. How many ring doorbell alerts have you gotten where it's like, oh, yeah, this weirdo got in front of our ring doorbell and just started, like, licking doorknobs? <laughs> yeah. Like, it, cameras, like, they're a great way to, like, capture the evidence, but they just don't stop all sorts of crime. Yeah, I know. It's... Uh, it's crazy but it's very unfortunate what's <sighs> what's happened with that it's like one asshole on a power trip fucked the country over yeah and um now he's being charged with second degree murder which uh i i always figured they'd upcharge him yeah. but you got to be careful about that because uh like you could you could make the case very like almost a hundred percent like what he did was depraved indifference that led to death but if you overcharge him like you, 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 there's a higher chance of him getting off. Yeah. Like that's how George Zimmerman got off. They charged him with murder when they should have charged him with manslaughter. Yeah. And the jury kind of did the right thing, unfortunately, and acquitted him on the wrong charge or acquitted him on the charge that he did not do. Yeah. So like they wanted to get those other three cops. Yeah. So yeah, they. So they upcharged him so they could get them all on accessory. If they put it on first degree, it's probably going to be a lot harder. I well, I think it's going to be well, it's impossible because it doesn't fit the criteria. He couldn't have premeditated that. Yeah. Because he just showed up. He got called and showed up. Second degree, there. I I think like he should get a second degree charge, but it's there's a chance he gets acquitted. Mm-hmm. And then we're now the country's really going to burn down. So yeah. you have to be like. It's not like you upcharging isn't a isn't a case of how seriously you're taking the crime. It's it's a reflection of what you can prove. Yeah, yeah, I know. But um the average person the average person probably wants this police officer to die. Like or I would listen rot in jail. I would like him to die too. <laughs> yeah. Like I would have loved it if like he stepped away from that guy or not even before if like just something a brick hit him in the head. Quite honestly, for the amount of shit he's caused, you know, across the country now. Yeah. And, like, yeah, if he died of a stroke right then, I would have, like, applauded. Yeah, I know. That's... Like, that is... It was was hard to watch and horrifying, and... I still haven't... I haven't really seen the video yet, but, uh, yeah, I've seen parts of it, and it it is um, pretty dark. Yeah, and it's like horrifying. And the last thing, like you know, you hire these idiots. That's a self-selecting group of people who want authority. Like, <clears throat> never let it be said that like they reflect like all of our views on stuff. What you're getting is people who say, "I want to be a cop because I get a gun and authority." Yeah, I know. It's you wouldn't say that, and I would say that. But the person who says I want that is kind of is a lot of times the person you don't want to have that authority, as we're now finding out. Yep. And it's like same with like politicians, like the person who says, oh, yeah, I get to put on a fake smile for like most of my career and lie to people. Oh, yeah, I want to do that. Like, no, maybe you shouldn't have that authority. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. I know that politicians and journalists, they'll come in with the best of inten- intentions. But then um, the reality uh, is what breaks them and then they have to conform to whatever, to some, what, what whatever turns culture in, that they're nearby. What turns into a yeah bizarre system where you just say, like, I, I just want to report the news. Like, well, yeah, you can report the news, but we might cut your story down or we might not air it because it doesn't fit our narrative, but that mm-hmm. we want to push today. And also, you know, sponsors. And sponsors, too. Sponsors. Our, our car sponsors don't want to see any of this yeah, they really don't. Tesla shit. It's like, or they want to see, like, more blood. They want to see more fear. It's like I was listening to, what was a uh, Killer Mike or... Uh, the, the, he did a, a rapper out of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. He did a great speech about that. Like uh, uh, one of our friends was talking about, it. he doesn't understand why they um, attack, why they why they assaulted or vandalized uh, CNN. He says he he fully understands. Like they they push fear. And I was sitting there thinking about that, and like, yeah, that makes sense because like I, I watched the clip from the movie Bombshell about like Fox News. Oh, so CNN got vandalized. Yeah, that was one of the, some of the riots. They like that's sweet. Oh yeah, I'm happy about that. Yeah, yeah me too. Because because that's what he said. Killer, I was sitting there like, yeah, I was like, obviously, like I'm glad no one got hurt, but you push fear all the time. Like, what do you think is going to happen? They're going to associate you this this dumb mob, and they're going to say I'm angry at you because you were where I get most of my fear from. See, I feel like there's, I feel like there's two lefts and there's two rights. 
Yeah. There's like the old left and the old right, and then there's the young left and the young right. I was and hearing about that. there's big differences between the two of them. Yeah, I was listening the four to four of them. Yeah, I was getting to this podcast. I was listening to the podcast, and they were talking about that. Like, the uh, it's from like places like CNN and the Washington Post. Like, they had a um, a conservative uh, opinion writer mm-hmm. write a th- uh, a post about using um, the National Guard to stop riots. And like the new, the younger like interns from the Washington Post were all saying like, "No, this is violence. You're putting Washington Post lives at risk for some reason by putting an opinion out there." Mm-hmm. And the old guard is like, "No, this is just an opinion piece. We we air all sorts of opinions." So like they're they're in full revolt. Mm-hmm. So like this is kind of like the uh, the college thing where uh, they were talking about where people believe in safe spaces and curtailing speech and cancel culture, and now they're making it into the the workspace, and they're showing up at news outlets. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the, yeah. so it, it's kind of a weird transitional period we're seeing. Yeah, but I'm I just also that um, CNN and MSNBC thinks like all the left is on their side, but they're they're not. They're not like yeah, because you'll see like like there's a whole bunch of like communities out there with like different viewpoints, but we're so polarized that like if you're a Democrat in like a, to a certain amount, you're just kind of de facto attached to the Democratic Party. Same with re- Republicans. I know it's that weird thing where like. For me, when I'm like, if I don't, if you don't praise Trump enough, you're you're definitely a far left radical extremist. Yeah. And if you don't like hate him enough, you're this right conservative. Yeah, I have that problem. Like being a moderate <laughs> in California, it's like you're you're you're. I was called alt right the other day because I'm like, well, listen, there's I'm I'm more moderate. I'm more to the right than most people. And if I go to like Minnesota or Iowa, I'm more to the left than a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So I get called like a like a liberal out there. So it's 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 kind of weird depending on like if you're in a deep blue or deep red state. If you're a moderate, you're you're whatever you're not. It's insane. Yeah, no, it's. All right. Look, that being said, I, look, look, <laughs> we gained like two million jobs recently, which <laughs> is really good. Like what people want to come out of this virus. Yeah. You know, you know, and. Um, ever since the 60s. I think there's been a, a part of America, an amorphous, blah, you know, part of America, that kind of wants a different world, you know, a different society. Yeah. Uh, an alternative society. Um, it started with the hippies, you know. Yeah. We're getting into something kind of deep here, but I know we want to wrap it up, but it's just something that I thought about. Shit. Sorry, sorry. It's something that I thought about, and it was like it's just, yeah. I'm, oh, I'm definitely, bullshit. I'm definitely like, um, how, how do I put this? I like the stock market. I like that the stock market exists. Yeah. I like the American economy that we have. Right. I like that there's people getting jobs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I've gotten to the point where, you know corporations and stuff um are actually starting to benefit me in Mm -hmm. my life you know yeah and this society that i'm living in isn't hurting me anymore it's starting to benefit me but not a lot of people um like the society that we have right now well a lot of people where where you live don't feel that way yeah (laughs) well yeah like and a lot of people like you know that are protesting they don't like you know banks and corporations and all this stuff, and I think they can care less about job numbers and um, stock market performance. Well, I think yeah, and that's something that um, that's good for us in our in our world. And but I'm starting to see that people have a very cynical view of this, and um, they want an alternative. I don't think we have a clear idea of what that alternative quite is. Well, yeah, they really don't. And w- one of the problems here is they, they were they were sold on an idea initially, like you need to get a college education, but no one ever told them you need to get a specific college education. So now they're like tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt to like really good schools, but they got like art history degrees and like <laughs> weird, like useless. So many of them got weird, useless degrees. And yeah, now, and what are you going to what are you going to do with that in this thing? You have a degree, but it's like it doesn't really do you any good. That's why all our scientists and engineers are from other countries and stuff. Yeah, and you know that instead of saying no one told them, hey, they were sold like you need a college degree. Like college did a really good marketing campaign, 
Mm-hmm. And they say, yeah, and if you don't have one, you can't get a job. And no one told them like, oh yeah, there are other like good paying. You can earn like a hundred thousand dollars a year as a plumber, as an electrician, and it takes less time. I feel like people just want to go live out in the wilderness. I think that's really yeah. A lot of people yeah, kind of want to do that. But also when they say like, I want like healthcare for all, like well, they don't understand like in other countries, like it's not a federal mandate from like the highest portion of government. Like a lot of these places, it's like your healthcare is taken care of on a more like what you consider a state level. Mm-hmm. But they're they're demanding like a federal stimulus. Like they don't understand like what that looks like in other countries that they're trying to bring over here. I can't speak to that right now, but um, I just feel that uh, the the amount of um, the view that the world has of police, of corporations, and the government yeah. is very uh, lacking right now. Well, they, we 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 overuse them for one. Like we what's we decide to use them as like social service member. What's the what's the term when um, someone's pr- the perception is very negative right Wait, now? The trust. Yeah. The the, the tr- trust level. Yeah. Our trust of institutions. Yeah, our trust of institutions has been falling. I guess decreasing over the years. Like well, yeah. People are less and less trusting <laughs> and appreciative well, yeah, like, of the government, of the police. And of uh, corporations, we're start. There's starting to be a high level of cynicism about those institutions well, and yeah. those levels of authority. Well, I mean, as we become more divided, as people like use that division to get more votes or to get more like viewership, mm-hmm. like it's it's a it's good for certain people, but it doesn't like help the overall cause. Like the last like president to really work across the aisle was like what Clinton. He was the one who could like make get things done. That's one of the reasons he oversaw a really good uh, like economy is because he was able to make deals with across the aisle and work with other people. Now Joe Biden is like decried for that. Yeah. So it's like you know that 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 spirit of like we have differences, but we also have a common like philosophy is going away. Yeah, it's starting to go away. You know what the, that we still do have though. What do we still have? The. Um individualist philosophy. We, we do have that a lot. That and the individual matters. And I, I think that's going to like take hold a lot because what I'm that's seeing here is especially that COVID's happening as like a lot of people are learning like, oh, we, uh, we need to be more independent from the government, left and right. Mm-hmm. And also like, a, like gun stores have been picked clean. <laughs> like especially like COVID into this, like, like people are realizing, A, it's not easy to get a gun and B, I may need one. All the people who said, why do you need a 30-round magazine look at the news and see, like, a, mor- a mob of people attacking someone's business? And they go, oh, that's why. <laughs> yeah, when the asteroid comes, there's no plan. Like, yeah, I'm realizing there's no plan from the government. I don't think any countries have a good plan for their people when the asteroid hits. Yeah, all, all government is really is just how, mostly how you get your clerical work done. <laughs> and war. And war. Yeah, they're, they're, especially ours is really good at that. But beyond that, no, you like that. That's why I always say it's like for who's going to help you. It's like in order. It's like family, community, local government and then federal government. But so many times where people jump to local and then federal government. Yeah. Well, we I can see that, too, because um, we don't have strong family um, culture in America. Yeah, we've been kind of fucking that up. Yeah. All right. Look. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> call it here. Look, long story short, like jobs are coming back. Like we got like in a month where yeah. we should have like listen, Trump said some dumb shit about that, but look, but really that is a good thing. Like the economy is like recovering and way faster than people thought. Yeah, and there's um there's a lot of good stuff happening. Like a lot of people are talking about um risk, like curtailing the police's power. Yeah, jobs are coming back and. Um, Things are going to go good for me and you, hopefully. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> well, I think it's going to go for a, for a lot of people. People are finally talking about, like, killing the police union. And, like, you want to make progress on that, kill the police union. Yep. Yeah, you know what? I hope everyone's eyes are opening up to um, the, extre- the extreme measures that are used Yeah. And um, a little bit of the systemic racism. 
we're seeing, yeah, we're, we're, yeah, we're realizing now, like, yeah, we, we, we've been voting in the same people, making the same promises for years, and maybe they're not the ones to trust us. Maybe it's time to be a little more flexible with uh, what you, what your solutions are. Yeah. To be continued, but um, the economy is definitely making a comeback. And yes, that's I can definitely see it in my stock portfolio. Yeah, well, so I, that's a good. Sign. I see it in people, um, in, in people <laughs> ordering more groceries and people like getting jobs. So that's excellent. So that being said, I'm your host, Spike. I'm Victor, and we'll see you next time. Ching.